Like my spirits have generally been a bit lifted this later part of this week because this weather is beautiful. I don't know if you guys have had mm. much chance to go outside, but it is just gorgeous. Spring is coming, Dude. fellas and lady. Yeah, man. Summer is on its way just around the corner and I uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Still haven't reached that summer bod that I want, but <laughs> we're getting there. What are you talking about? You're gorgeous. You got you got like a mane going, like this this long hair that you've got. This kind of this pull oh, back. Bro, I need I need a haircut, man. I need a haircut so badly. I can't wait. April twelfth. Oh, welcome back to Ambitious Idiots. It's episode welcome three. Back. We did it. This is the third one. Three out of Woo! however many we might want to do. Third time. Yeah, back, boy. Everyone. We want to appreciate all the support and love so far from the few people. And, you know, we appreciate <laughs> you. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. We love you. We finally got on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it. I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. They keep rebranding every three <laughs> weeks. I don't fucking know. But you're probably listening to this on Spotify anyway, so. Probably. <laughs> it's really funny because we distribute through Anchor. And, like, I remember when I first set up the distribution with the first episode. And everything kind of took a while. It was like, oh, now it's available on Google. Now it's available on, like, weird fucking podcast servers that no one uses. But immediately, Spotify was ready. And I was like, what is that? Why is Spotify, like, the easiest one? And then I looked at the logo for Anchor, and it's like, owned by Spotify. And I'm like, oh. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. That makes <laughs> that sense. That makes total sense. But, you know, Apple Apple were weird. Apple took, like, a week to get ready, which was annoying. But now, now it should be fine. So if you're on Apple, if you're one of those Apple loyalists, then, you know, you can finally listen to our show, I hope. Yeah, uh, boy. I have a... I have a hardcore fan of ours for the podcast Ooh. has given me feedback saying that she uses Amazon. What? Podcasts. I know. Wait. And she can't get it on Amazon. Amazon do podcasts. I did they not do know something. that. You can listen Is to music. Yeah, it's a thing. And I, I had to give that feedback now. I should have said it in the meeting, but I just said it now. Yeah, it's really great you said it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she should download Spotify. <laughs> Maybe she should just yeah. fit in with the rest of us instead yeah. of trying uh, to be this hipster. <laughs> trying to be different from the crowd. Amazon's so mm. hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a small underground thing. It's quite, it's quite small. cool. It's quite edgy. <laughs> underground <laughs> podcast service slash shopping service that hardly anyone is using. Jeff Bezos is like, I'm going to own everything. I might as well include podcasts for now. He, he is Lex Luthor. Let's just make that clear. Yeah, he is. He is, he is the real life Lex Luthor. And Ben Shapiro is the Joker. Is Jeff Bezos a short king or not? <laughs> Jeff, wait, how tall How tall is uh, Jeff Bezos? If... Let me look up. I don't think he is. I think yeah, he's an average king. I can't move up. The... He is. Oh, it's not there. Where is it? I don't think it's out there. I think he's trying to scrub it from the internet. 1.71 meters. What's that in feet? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to calculate that in my he's head. He's shorter than Elon Musk, though. He's five foot seven. He's five seven. He's a short king. Oh, he's a short king. Hey, short king. Hey. 
And what's his net worth? His net worth is not a short key. <laughs> 185.7 billion dollars. Fuck oh, me. Oh man. If he stands on his money, he's not a short king. He's like a tall <laughs> god, lord. He's he's out the planet. If he stands yeah, on his money, out planet. he's out. He's at the moon. Mark Zuckerberg is also a short king. He's also five foot seven. Man, good god. Gotta love short kings, man. Respect. Yeah. Respect computer. to the short kings. You're part of an exclusive club, CJ. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm actually. I feel quite proud. You should hit him up. I should. I should be like, yo, we're the Short King um, groupies. Short King squad. Squad. Woo. We're insecure about our height. <laughs> Speaking of Zuckerberg, um, how's how's everyone doing on the social media front? Because, yeah. you know, remember last week where we were like, oh, we're going to quit social media. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're going to at least improve our stats from last week. And I've written down what we said last week, how on a daily average, um, we did. Oh, shit. Really? So I've got that written down. Oh, but CJ, God. didn't you make a mistake last week? Yeah, so last week I said on a every day I'm on it for like 11 hours. But like what minutes. the mistake was, was I think my, my, my screen adds it up. I adds it up for the week. So I think that's why it says 11 hours. But I'm not too sure. So but that's it, a weekly thing, not a daily thing. Yeah, it's a weekly thing. Okay, so I did that, and then I made... So I divided those hours by seven to make it a daily average, which is one hour and 42 minutes a day, which okay. is really good. That's exceptionally really? good. That makes you win, if that's... Yeah, if that's the case. I don't know, actually. Let me let me just double-check. Maybe I read it wrong last week. <laughs> because the thing is... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not on it for one hour every day. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just clicked the chart. Uh, yeah, no, but the problem is, is I watch podcasts on YouTube, so my YouTube hour time is just on in the background while I do stuff around the house. So that's probably yeah. why. So I could probably be on it for like an hour, but I can't really justify it because it's just in the background <laughs> while I do stuff. <laughs> Guys, I gotta so, confess. I gotta confess. I just good. finally looked up my screen time now, and I can't fully remember the exact timing i gave last i've week, got I all of our idea. numbers written down can you give me mine what was mine for last yeah. week yeah so dan yours was last week on average a day was three hours and seven minutes that's really good. have you beaten have you beaten it's, last week it's worse it's three hours oh and God, 23 what? minutes oh dan you so oh, what's no. that i'll tell you what though because i remember I, if i remember last week correctly cut Let back to a clip down. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. I can't be asked. But last week, I'm pretty sure I was in the four-hour range with Instagram. And it's five oh, hours and five minutes for this week. And I, I, But I, I think I have justification for it because I was getting more involved with our podcast's yep. Instagram page by posting stuff on there and getting clips ready for you guys who support us. So I think I can justify that extra time, even though I probably can't. And I'm a piece of shit. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I failed. Yeah. <laughs> I failed I don't think you. it's good enough, if I'm honest. No, I know. It's fine. I do need to, like, um, cut down. I, I I think also, like, I've had a bit of a stressful week. Like, work changes are coming. And yeah. sometimes if you get into that yeah. funk, I just want to look at stuff. And, yeah. You know, the thing Never is, it is a, it's just a good source for stuff for me. Like, I, I, again, with movie stuff, trailer stuff, I, I follow a few artists on there as well that I love their yeah. stuff. Like, I, there's this guy who's selling like these really cool, like, weird 
edgy car or like retro cartoon prints called i think his name's like three point projects or something i think just for me mine is just uh mine is just youtube dude yeah uh but that's just on in the background it's just it's just forever playing videos forever playing constantly so playing. That, that is legit majority of all my time because the other stuff is like what 30 minutes on like you know instagram 30 minutes on like you know whatsapp or something 20 minutes on gmail and it's just YouTube is like crazy hours. Honestly, though, I need to, I need to actually stop going on my phone or have it on all the time. I'm trying to find my average. Um, it says, I think I've done worse, which is Uh-oh. oh, oh, yeah. you can get off your high horse then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. I'm a hypocrite. It said last week that I. My average was two hours twenty eight minutes. Right. And it's saying now it's two hours and forty one minutes. Oh I mean I'm still the worst. I'm still the worst here, but No, no, I think I'm the worst, dude. I've got a big butt here though. Today, I think it's really pushed it. I've but I've been on WhatsApp because I've been on FaceTime today, um, for like an hour and thirty five minutes. I it's mm-hmm. it's because I keep calling people. It, people yeah. just wanna call me. Oh, it's popular. Fuck off. (laughs) You don't need friends. Why do you want to talk to people? I don't. I barely want to do this. Could could you live without your phone, though? What, me? Yeah, just anyone. Could you live without your phone for like a week or something? Uh, Yeah. I I I could. Yeah, it'd be maybe. I mean, yeah, if you're thinking in terms of just the apps and stuff. Definitely, I could. If I was forced in a way, if I was really strict with myself or if I had it taken, I could deal with it. Definitely. Mm. It might actually be a real benefit. The only only thing with it is obviously it's a, also a device used for communicating with people as well. Mm. And taking that away might be a bit of a hindrance, but, you know, fucking get over it, I suppose. Yeah, but... th- that's the thing. Like, I think it would be great to just have, you know, I've done it before. It's it's great to have your your phone just off you, but I'm so because now like you know working and everything, I'm always checking my emails for updates or or something, and it's just when I'm on the run or something, it's just such a quick thing to just look at. But I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Right now, I need my phone, <laughs> but yeah. maybe in the future I could just cut down. I'll be old one day and I'll be like, ah, I've seen that video. Yeah, you're gonna go back to the flip phone. <laughs> I would love to go back to the flip phone. I'd love to. That'd be so dope. They were, they were great. That was a great era for phones. We didn't know what we had. Yeah. Didn't appreciate it till it was gone. Yeah, all these people would be like, oh man, now you have phones that come with ringtones. I used to record my ringtones on MTV and, and all this stuff and make that set it as my ringtone. I'll be like, bro, That's <laughs> I dead. don't care. I'm young. But now... <laughs> now everyone has a touchscreen. I got the LG LG cookie, which was like one of the first touchscreen yes. phones. But they said it was touchscreen, but you had to really push the screen yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. You had to punch the screen. It was annoying. But then it would call it would call people by accident as well when it was in my pocket. But I remember getting that phone and after having that phone, I went back to a like a normal button phone. Mm. And I was thinking like, I'm never going to get a touchscreen. Like touchscreens are not going to go on because it's just <laughs> absolutely terrible. You just yeah. call, you cold call random people and you can't even push the buttons. And when it's raining, you're just fucked. 
Yeah. Mm. You just have to leave it. I actually, I do remember that. I remember having, I forgot which phone it was, but I remember having one of those two phones and the rain used to just screw up the screen completely. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> I remember that vividly. Pressing on my phone like, come on. Just fucking do something, you piece of shit. Please, <laughs> you stupid God. brick. But... You just fucking deck it, smash it. <laughs> It's like a WWE wrestling match with your phone. <laughs> 369. Get over here. <laughs> Bonesaw is ready. Your phone's just like, please don't do this to me. I thought you loved me. <laughs> you just pick up a chair and you fucking just smash it over it. Ow. Yeah. That ah, I wasn't built for this. I was built to help you. Yeah, help me destroy you, bitch. Why do you use violence? The annoying thing about phones is that it's it used to be a tool, and now it's it's gone past the tool thing. It's not a tool anymore. It's uh, actually no. a distraction. It's a distraction, yeah. People also just work from their phones, you know? They don't need a computer, <laughs> and that's actually kind of crazy how you progress as a society. They are mini computers. Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, they they little little they got basically like mini little computer chips. They work, they mm. function like computers, like and and they cost as much as well. The fucking iPhone twelve is like eight hundred pound. Ugh, eight hundred pound for a phone. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't See, need the thing is, phone. I've always I've always questioned people who use android because like i used android for a few years and just couldn't get on with it but i can kind of see it now (laughs) i can kind of see if you're not in the apple ecosystem i can kind of see why you'd go for android i feel like you can do a lot more things with uh android um especially with windows and stuff because mainly people use windows uh but i don't know i've had my phone for like three years now and it just works so well it's perfect it's an old samsung it's it's considered old now but it still yeah. feels new to me. It's a Samsung S9 Plus. And I remember I got that because at uni I kept losing my phone. And oh my God, like <laughs> all my phones. Oh, so many drunk nights and so many like my phones were missing. I remember I woke up early in one morning at like 5 a.m. And I lost, I realized I lost my phone. I was like, oh no. And so I went back to all the locations at uni where I thought I was to just look in the grass to find it. It became, it became like it. a noir detective drama. Dude, it it did. And I legit spent that whole morning going around, like, you know, the university as well as the town, nearby town, just looking for this phone that was on the floor. (laughs) What kind of drunk were you? Ooh, what kind of drunk I was that night? Oh, my God. I think because you're a student, you don't really eat well. Uh, And so (laughs) I remember that day I didn't really eat before drinking fully. I ate a little bit, not that much. And at that time... I decided to try more spirits. So Ooh. I drank I drank vodka that night and it just really took me over the edge. Um <laughs> that was that was crazy. That was a crazy night. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but then the consequences were my phone was gone. That's the price you pay. One phone per drunk night. <laughs> what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> You're in the soul world. Your phone yeah. just turns around. <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> everything. And then I'm just Thanos. Doesn't move his lips and just goes, everything. 
Yeah, cut back earlier in the film, you're like at that cliff edge in Infinity War. <laughs> and you just have your phone. It's like, you throw it off the ledge. I was going to, do you know what? I was going to do that bit. I was going to do a bit, but then I noticed the song I chose in my head that was ringing in my head was the Civil War one. Oh, the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always a go-to for you. Yeah, I love I love the Civil War song. That one is so dope. Speaking of Civil War, I just can't wait. Like, we're not going to talk about it this week because this show's not over yet. But One Division's really starting to fucking get One good, girls. Division. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it last night after work. And, man, I'm hyped. I actually can't believe there's only one more episode left. But we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go full spoilers. We're gonna be like a fucking movie review channel for an episode because we yep. want to fucking talk yep. about this full thing because this show's been yep. mad. And sorry, Emily, you're just gonna have to unless you want to binge Deal it in the it. next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think it's bingeable. Yeah. It's only like a few episodes. They're very. It's very short. I think. I think in total, we've probably had about five hours worth of content from One Division. Mm. If you cut out all the like long credits and stuff, I think it's maybe four or five hours. Mm. But is it is it Avengers stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, I gotta watch all the films. What what oh. films have you watched? I'm still. I've, I I saw some Avengers like back when they first came out. Some of the older ones when I was younger, but I don't really remember what happened. But we've been trying to watch them from the beginning quite recently. Oof. So we're on Captain America, which we haven't seen yet. So we've oh. been watching the early ones. Right. But we I've been, we've been trying to find a day where we can watch it together, but it's just not happened. Mm. Since we moved to London, we've just not been able to find time to watch it. Oh boy! I think the Marvel formula is really good. It's just, it's just very basic. It gets very samey. Yeah, it does. Uh, But it's just, it's because you know it's going to be kind of samey. You kind of just go, yeah, it's going to be all right. I mean, there's a couple of films here and there which are like really dope, like Mm -hmm. Infinity War, Winter Mm -hmm. Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier is the best, still. Yeah, Winter Soldier is still one of my favorite films, man. Hands down. Mm. Mm. Break it so down. Good. Mm. Yeah, you got to catch up. But yeah, we might. You might have to just mute us next yeah. week, and <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll probably we'll do everything yeah. for people listening as well. We'll probably put like a little time code. Be like, skip to this if you don't want to fucking spoil yourself. No, it's fine. I'll just I'll just have to listen. It's it's just that's what life is, isn't it? Dumbledore dies. <laughs> what? Will will will. Dude. <laughs> Dude, Sorry. why did you break that to me now? It's not like I watched the film twelve years ago when it came out and read the book. It's just the it's just the <laughs> ultimate thing you say, isn't it? When when you're trying to when you're gonna say something you think is gonna be a spoiler, someone's like, Don't tell me, don't tell me. Double oh, yeah. dies. No. Double dies. Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> Brad Pitt oh, and shit. Edward Norton are the same people in Fight Club. Oh my god, spoiler. Oh my god. Darth Vader is Luke Father Skywalker's father. <laughs> Darth Vader is the father. <laughs> Darth oh. Vader is uh, Mufasa. Technically, yeah. They are the same character. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that is the Simba, same. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to rule the galaxy. Okay, Dad. Oh, I just can't wait to be Darth. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> I want to be a Jedi. Oh, man, I kind of want to talk about Lion King now because that no. film, uh, I, I could go into a whole spiel, but nah, let's... let's I mean, actually, let's though, did you hear they're doing a sequel to the, the the live action mess that they did? No way. Is it going to follow the sequel from the animated film? No, apparently. this. So uh, here's the thing. This is why I'm interested. Uh, you know Barry Jenkins? 
He Nip. directed a f- little film called Moonlight, which won the Oscar a few years ago. He directed uh, a oh, film, no, film, one of my yeah. favorite films of the last few years, If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a gorgeous movie. He is often known for doing these very kind of high caliber, more artsy, award season caliber films. And he's he's mm. not really, he's he's also got a, um, I think an Amazon adaptation of The Underground Railroad coming out. You know, the book Underground Railroad. So he, he does like very interesting kind of, you know, artsy films that address social topics. Uh, he it was and it was a complete shock where it turns out that he's been hired to direct this Lion King sequel, and they're going to do it in the same vein. I think John Favreau is like producing or something, but they apparently <laughs> we were talking about Godfather before this. They're apparently going to take like a a Godfather two level approach, which is basically what so you you haven't seen Godfather, but in Godfather two you have no. Michael Corleone who's Al Pacino character but it cuts back to uh the original don corleone who was played by marlon brando in the first film as a young man played by robert de niro and that's the approach they're taking with this new oh. one that you're gonna have simba as king but you're cutting to like a young mufasa <laughs> but what? it doesn't make sense because they all look like fucking lions so it's just gonna look the same man God. let's just follow the Lion King 2 was dope, man. And plus, I want that song where Simba sings to his daughter. That song is so Deception. dope. Deception. We are one. Disgrace. And as well as that song. <laughs> that song is Upendi dope as well. as well. Well, all the animals are chanting. Man, I love that film. It's great. It's fucking banger, man. All the songs in it yeah. as well. Yeah, still good. Still good. But I wish they did Lion King 3. And they gave us that Lion King one and a half, which was... That was some quality experimental cinema. How dare you? Yeah. Don't you disrespect that artistic (laughs) vision. We all wanted Timon and Pumbaa's origin story. Oh, I I didn't care. The only thing as a kid I I enjoyed watching was when Simba, when they were taking care of Simba in 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 the wilderness and like he was like a teenager and he was eating the snails. And I thought that scene was so dope because we get to see Simba as a young adult or a teenager just making his way through life eating just snails and shit. Like, <laughs> I want a whole film on that. Just a line eating bugs. Yeah. What a way to live. And getting strong like an actual lion. Yeah. Instead, they just skip over it in like two minutes. That's quality character progression. <laughs> yeah. 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 And anyway, guys, oh are you guys excited for the road to freedom? Uh, yeah. Kind of. Kind of. It's it's all up in the air. Kind of. We're in a weird position right now. Yeah. But yeah, if you anyone, ev- I mean, everyone knows what happened this week. The government laid out like a a rough plan. I actually got the dates because I, you know, I want to do my research. I don't want to talk completely out of my mouth. Go house. for it. Go for uh, it. I'm not gonna go for all of it because there's a lot of talking. But basically, the big first thing is eighth of March. School's going back, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, oh, you can go out and meet up with one other person outside, which is, you know. I guess kind of cool if you want to go on a walk with a not friend. Not gonna happen. I mean, you could see your girlfriend, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, go for a walk. Uh, and then 29th of March, uh, outdoor sports can come back. Rule of six: outdoor gatherings in like private gardens and stuff, or between two households. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, when's that? Seventeenth of that? May. Uh, no, 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 no. 29th of March. Wait, you can have people in your garden. Yeah, 29th of March, you can have up to six people or two households. But outside? Yes, you can't have them inside. And then 12th of April is, it's like normal shops, non-essential retail, hairdressers, libraries, leisure facilities, gyms, zoos apparently, theme parks, drive-in cinemas, 
uh, oh. campsites. Mm. Hospitality, like, so pubs will be able to open, but I think they can only serve people outside and they have to be sat down. Uh, so that's 12th of April. So that's kind of when things might slowly kind of, our socialized might slowly come back. But obviously, got to still mm. be fucking careful and have all these strict rules because people are still going to be getting vaccines. And then 17th of May is the big next step. That's where, like, cinemas can open, indoor things, like, activities can open. And I think it's, uh, I think the rule of six has changed to like being inside now as well. So you can be up with six people inside. Uh, there's a lot of like, but isn't it two households, to funerals. isn't it? Two households or six people. Or six people. Yeah, you can do up to six people for as much of households. But the idea is like, if you can't, I think it, I think the implication is that you can do more than six people if it's just two households together. So if it's like a couple of households together, I, I, I don't fucking know. These rules are weird. Um,. And then, yeah, then the, right now, the date, the big date, 21st of June, apparently, if things go according to plan and everyone gets their vaccines and all the ill people get protected, <laughs> apparently no rules on social contact. We can all start touching each other again. Can't wait. <laughs> I feel, I, d- I don't know, man. I feel like after, if this all goes through and we're, we're free on, on the, was it June 21st? I feel like there's still going to mm-hmm. be some kind of boundaries, like just low key, like, like the first thing I'm I like, I'm not going to go up to someone and be like, I can touch you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. I can lick you know your I mean? eyeballs. I'm still going to, I feel like, I feel like lockdown has left such a, like a restraint on people that it will just feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, yeah. like chilling out. You it's going to take time. Uh, yeah, I don't think... I, don't like, I mean, there's a bunch of people... Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, part of the reason why everything's been going so fucking horribly wrong is because a lot of the people, even in the, the worst parts of the pandemic, didn't really take the pandemic seriously. So I feel like those people will adjust back yep. very easily, which is fucking annoying. Yep. But yeah, like us, like we've been like yep. very on it and very anxious and very careful. It's going to take time. I think I think it's going to take a lot of time for people to kind of get used to it, like getting used to being near their friend, being in, inside a place with a bunch of people. It's not going to be like an instant, like mm. everything's fine now. It's just going to, you know, mm. I think I think it's like, again, like the one step is like, you know, the health side of it, having enough people vaccinated so everyone's protected. So, you know, there won't be any serious illness. There won't be chances of it's... hospitals being overwhelmed. So everything's fine. But then I think the yeah. second part of that will be the psychological adjustment. I think you're right. I think it's going to take a bit of time. If one of the dates becomes a little bit later yeah. or like uh, if they if they fail to hit that target on that date, all the other dates will be a domino effect and it will just be like, we're going to push these things a little bit forward. Yeah. So if they actually follow these dates, then holy crap, uh, Boris Johnson had a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I have safe, a plan. I mean, eventually. Dates as well, I feel. They've got a lot of time between them. Yeah. So I think he's quite sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. before COVID, I didn't like touching people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like being yeah. near people. That's same with me. Yeah. That's same with yeah. me. Like That's why like hearing that lockdown is going to be over, for me, I'm like... <sighs> Man, I've enjoyed my personal space. I've had my time not to interact with people and it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't have the excuse of, I'm in a lockdown, I can't come. Like, <laughs> So I know not to invite you to things. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll enjoy being at home in my comfort zone. I'm a bit zone. the same, but also I feel like it doesn't push, like, I feel like, it, there's that, always that excuse with COVID. So you don't push yourself to make it out you out of your comfort zone with social situations. Mm. And I'm scared that I'm going to be worse off because of that. But well, I'm going to be. Mm. But. For a little bit. 
I mean, I'll grow. Yeah. I'll be talking. I mean, I'm short right now, but I'll be tall at the end of it. <laughs> Talk queen. I mean, it'll be nice to see everyone again. I mean, the big development of like us, you know, rules being loosened is that we'll be able to actually be in the same room and do this show. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Gosh, can you imagine? That'll be interesting. I'll be able to see your faces. I'll be able to, you know, I'll be able to see poke my you. Face in person. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Get a smell you. But no, it'll be it'll be great to it'll be great to have uh, freedom to see each other again because you know you you do kind of miss those little interactions you mm. know at sitting at the pub having a chat having a drink you know I do I do miss those things. But you know I think yeah. I think I've really enjoyed the work at home situation. I think that's why I've like loved lockdown, in the sense of like I don't I have spent less to travel. It's been it's just been great just be in my own zone because I'm I'm that type of guy that I don't like noise when I work. I kind of like it to be quiet and in my zone. So when I'm at home, it's kind of quiet mm. and I'm just in my zone and I get workout so much yeah. quicker, even though the quality of work could might be a little bit less because we're remote working, but it's yeah. still good. So I'm going to definitely miss but, lockdown like that in that regard. But apart from that, it'll be nice to see everyone again. Like, are you not satisfied, but just feel like life is just a bit, like blank it's just not real it's all on the screen i don't think you know who you're talking yeah. to em. yeah you don't know who oh. you're talking to i i've enjoyed every minute of this i've enjoyed every minute but it's boring <laughs> you've got to do yeah. stuff you know like like in your garden like i i skip every day i skip every day i i listen to music i like listen to podcasts watch films you know that is, it's just yeah, but i like me. doing that i like listening to a podcast whilst i'm on my way to somewhere like um, I'm on your side. I definitely, I feel like the Groundhog Day element of this whole thing, just waking up every day in the same environment, doing the exact same things and finishing it in the exact same way. And it is driving me crazy. Yeah. And I, I think, because like, I, I, in terms of the work from home situation, I don't think we've probably mentioned actually in an actual episode of this, but we're both visual effects artists, me and you, Siege. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like a full work from home week, like a, con a constant work from home situation isn't completely... It, it, I don't think it can long term it could like constantly work because I feel like oh, you yeah. just naturally from being away from an office relying on an internet connection you could get yeah. problems especially no, with I what we with do that. as well because our, our whole thing our job we're compositors and our whole thing is basically quality check yeah. that's, a, that's a big part of our job checking that every grain on the picture is working and it's right and it blends in together and mm. having janky internet and like slightly pixelated image or, or playback that's not particularly smooth it does make the job harder it does yeah it does i don't but agree again I, totally agree. I but i also think that like you're right the benefit is like i could roll out of bed at like half eight have a quick <laughs> shower be at my desk at nine and just be ready and just be all so refreshed have a really good night's sleep i feel like i'm more productive in the morning like you know what i mean i wake up and i'm instantly my brain is thinking at work because I remember the one thing I used to hate the most is taking the underground and commuting and just seeing everyone's miserable face and it would just set my mood for the day. And and yep. then that felt like a groundhog day <laughs> in and out of the office. And like uh, my my only thing for living was just to come back home, eat dinner late, sleep, wake up, go to work. And so this has kind of yep. changed up a little bit. Like, you know, I'm spending time with family and it's jokes like my fat, my you know what I mean? You enjoy the environment you're in, I guess. And so that's why I'm like, yeah. that's why I've enjoyed it. But definitely, I totally agree with you. It will be so much better to be in the office, to have a secure internet uh, connection with our work and to see work and just to talk to, you know. I think I think we talked about this before. I think it's just going to become like a mix and match 
type thing for a little bit. I'm mm. I'm happy to do like a three for two, whether it work from home for three days or work in the office three days and the other yeah. two days type thing in a week because i just feel like having having a bit of variation in my life i mean you you obviously could stay at home forever because you're <laughs> a fucking weirdo but i i think i definitely need some variation because like that's i think that's been the big thing that's kind of hit me mentally and i think a lot of people obviously in probably far worse is just the repetition it's just mm. the sameness of it which again is kind of like what you were saying with when we were going to the office every day yeah it's it's a slog it's just this constant churn of just doing the same thing yeah. like getting up going to the office getting the train blah, 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 blah. yeah dude i think i think what it is 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 that if you constantly do it over and over again i totally understand it if you constantly do it over and over again you're gonna get that groundhog day effect because i remember i was getting a groundhog yeah. day effect with work and I'm, I'm not gonna lie even even now like even in lockdown i get the groundhog day effect but it's it's more of an enjoyable for me groundhog day effect yeah because <laughs> yeah. you, you're near so. your bed yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and I love my bed. Lazy, shy. <laughs> lazy You know what? I I gotta thinking back. Like as much as I kind of enjoyed the grind of it, London commuting is a fucking nightmare. It is like the pe- I don't know what it is with people. People's souls leave their body, and they are just it- violent, aggressive, like tunnel visioned, soulless husks, just powering through the underground. <laughs> you want to really. deal with that again? Yeah, exactly. I, do. I love it. Maybe I don't maybe two days a week. Faces. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe two days a week, dude, like... <laughs> dude. Honestly, like, like the way they pour through like the underground corridors or into trains, it's like you know those zombies in World War Z where they're just kind yeah. of just piling on and just falling down. That's how it is. That's how Tra- it feels like, like. Tube doors open. Tube doors open. It's just and they just fucking pour out, and you oh. like you kind of just got to work with the stream. It's like jumping on a current. Oh you kind of just got to roll with it. You can't cut through because they're just not gonna. They're just so. They're like every single person has this self-importance of like. I've got to get to my place. I've got to go from one point yeah. to another point. It doesn't matter who gets in my way. I have to get through. I have to push in front of everybody. My day is yeah. more important than everybody else's. My, my experience is so more like I'm just walking down going like tra la 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 Yeah, but what what time are you doing this? Is this in the morning? Yeah, I'm not doing peak times. Well, back in the day, I went. Yeah, I was gonna times. say like yeah. peak times is disgusting. Exactly. <laughs> I hate it. That's the bad. one thing I don't. It is bad. Yeah, because yeah. I'm. It's funny as well when I think to like my last proper commuting day was on the 13th of March last year, and leaving, like leaving the pub late that night. It was my last day at that job. Leaving the pub, getting on the tube. This was before masks and everything as well. At least for like generally and for me anyway. And I just remember being on the tube and it wasn't massively packed, but I had like, I was by the door and I just had this guy whose like face was like, like, a, you know, a meter yeah. away from mine or less than a half a meter away from me. And I, yeah. I just remember thinking like, I just need to maybe turn and just maybe just hold my breath very slightly. because <laughs> like, I don't want to get sick. But that's the yeah. thing. Like, I remember just like that level of close contact. Ooh. It sounds like a fucking nightmare now. It does. That just sounds like torture does, to like, me. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, we we've been through as a as a nation, we've been through worse. I think you know, it's not like it's wartime, mm. and you know, we 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 haven't even reached a year yet, and we're already making potentially good progress out of this nightmare. So, you know, if this is over within like a year and a half, and we've all kind of like slowly kind of accustomed back to like these that way of living, but maybe things will be different. You know, I think we'll just get used to it. Like, well, uh, in like two three years time, we're gonna look back at this like whole period of like, man, that's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Crazy. It's going to be crazy looking back at this. Fingers crossed. We've got things to look forward to. The future is bright. 
What else are we looking forward to, Dan? Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. Even though we're probably <laughs> not going to get it in this country because we don't <laughs> get... All, like, America America seemed to just have all of the fucking streaming services for everything. Yeah. Like, they got HBO Max, which is a Warner Brothers HBO thing. Mm. They've got... I think it's called uh, Peacock, which is NBC's. You know NBC's, like, Universal. They have The Office. They have Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. Uh, community. Yep. Yeah, they have their own streaming service now, which is Was apparently not doing particularly well. Yeah. Peacock. Because, you know, have you seen the NBC symbol? It's like oh. that multicolored, like, peacock tail. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah, it's actually. it's called peacock. I was yeah. like, that's and so like, I, I, I think it's the reason why it's relatively doing okay, because I know that out in the US, the most popular thing on Netflix was The Office. Yeah. And they have The Office now, so I think it's the only place you could probably watch The Office in, like, oh, a bingeable mode. So good. Uh, yeah, it's so fucking great. Parks and Recreation is fucking great as well, by the way. I don't know if you've watched it. Oh, I need to watch that. It's phenomenal. I think it's very it's very close to the officer's sense of humor, but I think there's a, a little bit more warmth to it. Mm, I think it's a okay. bit more endearing because like the office does have that. You have that kind of close character relationship. But Parks and Rec just fucking takes that to the next level. It's okay. it's wonderful. It's on Netflix. Just an advertisement for Netflix. <laughs> Watch it. But yeah, so there's Peacock and then their new streaming service, which is what you brought up, is uh was originally CBS All Access, which was an absolute fucking train wreck. Mm. Is now becoming Paramount Plus, which is Why plus? looks very bizarre. I remember the first thing I saw of it was that Super Bowl ad where they came out with, and I didn't really watch it. It was like a bunch of like because they they took like people and characters from like all their properties and put them out in like the Arctic or something or like mm. I think the idea was they were going up the Paramount Mountain, and all I saw of it really was a few screenshots, and one of them was like james corden on a snow sled with dora the explorer or something and i'm just like i don't need it i don't need to see any of this i'm good but there are some there's some big things happening with it though like i i i mean i i mean just before we recorded this i sent these to the video that they're doing of rugrats reboot but it's not in the traditional 2d class it was a class geek supo style of animation it's a 3d animation and it looks it looks th- cheap as it looks fuck. Haunting. Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't think it's the problem that it's 3D. I think it's because the st- we've seen so many 3D films now which have really good visualizations, yeah. you know? Uh, Storks is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they over-exaggerate mm-hmm. animations. They do some crazy, like, line work, and it's amazing. Yeah. And I think when I look at Rugrats, when I think of Rugrats, the 2D version of the animation, you have this really quirky style, which is like you know, jumpy and like really popping with the colors. Weirdly and then when I... trippy. You feel the texture of the animation. Yeah. yeah. And so when I look at this 3D animated, it just looks, it looks too flat. It looks so flat and it doesn't it look disturbing. Great. It, it <laughs> and... brings me back to the yeah. playing it on PlayStation 1, the games. Does it remind... Cause <laughs> Those were quality fucking games though. When we would rent... PS1 games. Back in the day when you used to rent videos and um, PlayStation games, like we would we rented Rugrats and I remember there was one of the game where you had to find, I think, Grandpa's teeth, false teeth, like in a maze. And that's, <laughs> that game really scared me. I was too young. And I remember hiding behind the sofa whilst my brother would play Wait, it. A game about babies scared you? Yeah, it was the Grandpa's teeth <laughs> thing. He, you know how you had to find his teeth and it was... Those babies are scary, and the, in the game they're three D, so they look they look dodgy as hell. All right, hell. yeah, yeah. The graphics probably nightmare yeah. fueled babies. Hey, Tommy, yeah. let's go fly <laughs> reptile. Come on, Chucky. 
Okay, Tommy. <laughs> I don't have a mommy, Tommy. Do you do you remember though that they had some scary, weird psychedelic episodes? Yeah. Like I remember the one where it's like Chucky has a nightmare. It's like Tommy, Tommy, and it turns around. And he's got like the massive fucking nose. He's like, I'm not Tommy. Blah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not <laughs> Stu. Oh, I love that man. Rugrats are so jokes though. Like even the first movie that came out, Tommy tried to kill Dill. He actively he tried to kill his younger brother. Like that's Take so this banana. Up. <laughs> banana. Like he has like the fucking thing and like the lightning strikes. That was a yeah. dark movie. That was a that dark was. And he left movie. him out in the rain, in the mud, and Tommy went back into the tree stump and he was like, I'm a I'm asleep right here. And you yeah. just hear Dill crying in the background. You're like, You can't do that. That's so dark. Also, those babies could drive. Yeah. I mean, keep in yeah. mind though, in like yeah. the sequel and the Paris one, they literally drive Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> they literally are Mecha Godzilla in the second one. Oh man, I love the second film. The second film is so good. The music is great. The animation was just ten times better than the first film. The third one, the third one was good as well. Remember the 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 most ambitious crossover in history, the the Rugrats Go Wild, the, the one with the wild thornberries. Yeah. Oh, that was God. good. Oh my they God. They had the yeah, I fucking love because she can talk to animals. The Spike, Spike speaks. Then they sing mm. um, ooh ee ooh ah ah in that bit. Didn't that one point? Or maybe it was yeah. the first film. It's with the monkeys. Where the monkeys they crash oh, into was the that monkeys. The first one? Oh. Yes, no, it was oh. the first one, yeah, because they go into like the monkey tribe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> These movies are insane. So These movies yes. are fucking like this show everything with Rugrats is just insane. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so good. But it's yeah, so look forward to the reboot, guys. The the super clean, smooth overly well produced 3d animation which is still probably oh, yeah. going to be fun i think some original writers are involved and the cast is there the voice cast is there Ooh. uh so i mean if you're nostalgic i mean i'm probably going to try and like look at some of it because i'm curious yeah i'm gonna watch but... it i'm gonna just see what it what it what, what the vibe is like yeah man but tell me oh, i because I, like paramount also announced uh was it avatar studios hey tell me about it i i don't i didn't watch avatar really so yeah. I, I need you to tell me about so... it Man, I grew up. I grew up watching Avatar, as many of you, back in two thousand eight or two thousand seven and six. Uh, and Avatar is like, I don't know, man. I can't describe it. You have to watch it. Essentially, um, the creators of the show they ended they ended uh, the Avatar series with Korra, which came out in two thousand and fourteen, and they said yes. we're not going to do anything new. This is the mm-hmm. end of Avatar. They're just going to release little comics here and there, which is sad because mm-hmm. if you love animation and you love a good story and it's one of the best stories and has a really good character arc, watch Avatar. A really, really great show, even for like, it's for any age. So this isn't know? the film. Um, this is the TV series. This is not the film. This is the TV show. It's for, I recommend oh. it to anyone. Because I hate the film. Um, no, this is the last airbender. This is Last Airbender, not Last the Air. not the blue not the blue people. Okay, thank goodness, because I hate that. <laughs> oh. I hate. <laughs> sorry, I, it's yeah, Star Don't worry, we're getting like four sequels to that movie coming out though. We're getting like four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> the thing is, I totally forget there's a film called Avatar and it's full of aliens going woohoo, gotta save a tree. Yeah. Forgot about it's basically that. Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas. Yeah. No, we're talking about just to clarify, we're talking about the Last Airbender series, which also had a terrible movie. 
live action movie but we're not going to address that we don't talk about it. that film that film does not exist <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah they the craze of the show have come back and paramount was like uh we're going to give you lots of money because as we've seen over the cu- past couple of years avatar has blown up again like kids are yep. finding avatar on netflix and people are watching avatar like if i go onto youtube and i watch avatar reactions or something people are watching it and it's actually mad it's blowing up again. That reminds me, though. That reminds me, though, because, like, with Netflix, wasn't there that whole thing where the creators, the, these creators of Avatar, they were working on a live-action show with Netflix, mm. weren't they? And it was announced, like, a, it was a few months ago. Was it last year? Uh, I think it, I think it was last year or two years ago. They announced that they were going to make an Avatar series or a movie on Netflix, mm-hmm. and the creators of the yeah, show the were show. part of that project where everyone was so hopeful. They were like, yes, yeah. this is going to be great. This is going to be better than... You know, the M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong film. And then <laughs> and then basically what happened is Netflix had disagreements and then they were like, yeah, this is they're totally going out of our vision of Avatar. So we're we're just going to be off the project and which made everyone go, OK, Netflix film is going to be trash. Uh, let's just see what it. <laughs> see what but does like. this mean does this mean that like because I mean, I'm guessing if they have the rights to it. Uh, like the the Paramount people and that. Does that mean this Netflix thing is done? Because no, I feel, no, I feel like there's no point. No, no, it's still coming out. It's still coming out. Is it out. really? Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, from what I've read so far, because I read about yuck. it a couple of days ago. Uh, it's still coming out. Uh, but however, uh, the creators of the show, because now they've got Avatar Studios, they're just going to make mm-hmm. like the MCU version of Avatar. And they're just going to have like different stories, different takes of Aang and Korra or different avatars from the future and in the past and it's going to be so great it's going to be i want to so see good. modern day avatar i, I would love see, to see i want to see i want to see airbender in new york city <laughs> home alone <laughs> home alone 2 in new york city <laughs> and he's just an airbender <laughs> <I'm all alone. laughs> yeah he'd be able to fuck him up in like three minutes <laughs> oh no marv he's an earthbender <laughs> ah! he just use he just grabs a rock out of the ground just crushes his head marv no <laughs> But I love Avatar. Everyone should watch it. Recommended as a great show. Yeah, I um, need to get on it. It's 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 yeah. one of the, it's it's the thing that's kind of daunting because it's there's so when, whenever there's a show that's been out for years and there's so many episodes of it, I'm kind of I've always a little bit cautious about going into it. But I think I need to just get off my ass because all of my friends tell me it's great. Yeah, uh, and this and this news is actually pretty cool. Like I love I love it when there are original creators who are still passionate about the the property that they yeah. want to you know keep expanding on it and fans really want this this yeah. is just something that is just good for everyone and now they're like totally. they're just getting this money to do whatever the fuck they want and they're going to expand on what they've done and it's probably going to be pretty neat and i'm yeah. as somebody who can appreciate that like it just just as a fan of pop culture in general i can really appreciate that mm. man can't but wait that's fucking awesome man Let's hope to plus. The future. i mean Paramount i don't know plus. what the hell we're going to get I don't know what we're going to get. <laughs> so, you know, big, big, good vibes for Paramount Plus. I'm I'm a, I'm a try and support. I do have one gripe with Paramount Plus is, uh, what's that? Why do they call it Paramount Plus? It's like such a, I feel like it's such a copy and paste from Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like what else, what else are they going to do? Like everything, Apple TV Plus, ESPN Plus. Oh shit, I didn't pluses. think about that. It's all pluses. Yeah. It's oh, all pluses, damn. except yeah, because I, I guess it's just because it's like a known brand, and the idea of like it's you know it's our yeah. 
brand, but we're doing extra content. It's plus. Flash. It's yeah. lazy. It's fucking lazy. But yeah. what else could you do it? And it's, it's it's simple. It sells the point. It probably makes sense as well because if it's like, oh, what's this Paramount thing? Paramount Plus. Oh, it's like Disney Plus. Mm. Oh, I get it. You oh, know, it. It, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it works better. Aren't Paramount opening up a theme park in the UK? Oh, you mean that mega Disneyland thing they're trying to do in Kent? Yeah, in Kent, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's Paramount anymore because they're like, the details are so fucking vague. Like, they're going like, oh, one area is about a movie studio. The other one's like in the jungle. Are they still doing it though? They are doing it, but I don't think it's Paramount anymore. I just think it's just Uh. general... Or maybe they are. I, I honestly don't know. Like they, They've kind of gone back and forth with it. I think they're probably still figuring it out. This thing isn't going to be opening till like, you know, 2026 or something. So mm. honestly, who the fuck knows? But it's cool, though. They've got a big plot of land on Kent. So <laughs> big theme parks. I kind of like to have like a Nintendo world here, though. That would be kind of dope. That would be Nintendo so cool. world looks dope. <laughs> Nintendo World looks really dope. Yeah, they 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 yeah they just opened that in Japan. Mm. That looks insane. The rides don't look particularly great, but I feel like if you're just a fucking Nintendo weeb like me and you and many yeah. of our friends, yeah, we can just go in there and just just be blown away by the design, the production design. I'd like to see a Pokemon world as well, where they actually create the Pokemon creatures, and uh, <laughs> they come out like the more like, genetically formed. engineered Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu, use Thunderbolt. And they go through like, this is our first prototype of Pikachu. Pika, kill me. I don't want to live. Please. (laughs) Pika. Everything starts with this Pika. Pika, I don't want to live anymore. Pika, what are you staring at, Pika? Pika, the revolution has begun. (laughs) One day I'll break free of this Pika. I mean Pika. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he just slowly like loses his commitment to it. Uh, um, I mean Pikachu. I mean, uh, I will. I want a Pikachu naked. I mean, give me that gun. <laughs> oh no, that that would actually be terrifying. Pokemon in real life would actually it, be so scary. It'd make me sick. Mm. I watched a film this week. This film called Minari. I don't know if you've heard of it. Never. Nope. Never heard of it. Nope. <sighs> I need to like share my film knowledge with you guys. Man. Yeah, you do, dude. <laughs> it's an A24 film. A24 mm. did things like Swiss Army Man and they did Moonlight and lo- loads of stuff off the top of my head I can't think about. Hereditary, yeah. Midsummer. Ah. Great production company. Ah. Oh, I love I love Midsummer. Good films. Yeah. Midsummer's fucking great. Yeah. Like they do great films. They're known as like the kind of the boutique like, you know, indie films with like a bit more budget and they get mm. really good actors and they're just yeah. they they always kind of hit out at uh, award season and they they're, but they also kind of blend into mainstream. Very, very, very good production. And the company. cinematography on them. Oh yeah, they they all look gorgeous. They mm. get the top talent. Mm. They're, they're just some of the best films going. They did Uncut Gems as well, which was the Adam Sandler <gasps> Ooh, film that really? came out last year. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite films. Yeah, if you want a oh, panic yeah. attack. Yeah, if you want, if you want your heart rate to just increase exponentially, you should watch Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, A24 they did a film called Minari, which just uh, it came out like late last year. I think it premiered at Sundance last year. Like and mm. I think A twenty four had some involved. I don't know if they bought it or helped produce it. Mm. And it stars Stephen Young, who was Glenn in The Walking Dead, and he's yep. done loads of other stuff as well. Yep. Uh, he was in this South Korean film called Burning, which is really great. He was also Avatar one in one of the Avatar series. Wait, was he? Yeah, he was an Avatar. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Shame. Carry on. Shit. 
Okay. <laughs> well, he he uh yeah. So they did this film called Minari, directed by Lee Isaac Chung. It's a film about a South Korean family, immigrant family, mm. who mm. I, I believe that the parents moved from Korea to California, and they moved from California to Arkansas, which is where the film takes place. It takes place in Arkansas. The dad, Stephen Yeun, wants to be a farmer, so he's, he bought this plot of land, and they have this little trailer uh, mm. in the, this middle of this field, and they start like. And the film was just about them trying to build this farm and trying to yeah. keep their, everything going with their family. Dude, I've I think I've seen the trailer. I think I saw the trailer ages ago. And when you started explaining it to me, everything started filling up again. And I was like, it's like a comedy, isn't it? It's like the no. Well, it's funny. It? It, it's funny moments, but it's a drama. It's a drama. Oh right, right. I I remember it yeah, like in drama. the trailer they showed comedy moments of like the I think right. the mother mother-in-law or something. Oh. oh yeah. yeah yeah she's funny she's brilliant yeah no so part of the way through the film the uh the the woman's mother the grandmother of the kids uh comes to stay with them and she's a bit kooky and a bit weird and mm. but it does it, it, it isn't a comedy it gets very it okay. gets very sad at one point but it's Shit. it's also a bit uplifting it's very warming oh. uh beautiful beautiful story great acting uh and and yeah just like the south korean filmmakers man they know what they're fucking doing but yeah. the the weird thing with this, because like, I, I think we talked about the Globe and Globe controversy a while back. I, th- I don't think on the podcast, but one of the big things that kind of came out of the Golden Globes was that this film got nominated for Best Foreign Film, but it's not actually a foreign film in America. It's an American production mm. directed by an American. He's Korean, Korean-American, set in America. Mm. The only thing that is foreign about is the fact that they talk in a foreign language throughout it because they're korean immigrants south korean immigrants so but the kids are americans because they talk a lot of the film they speak in english and they have american accents but it's just a typical like you know first generation family living in america and they encounter americans and there's a lot of like it's not it's not just a fully like a foreign film saying you know produced by another country set in another country fully in a different language and it's it's a it's an American film. It just you just have you know yeah yeah you have no, them I t- speaking I totally... Korean with English subtitles. That's just because it should have just... been the 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 annoyance is that it wasn't nominated for best picture, which yeah. it should have been best picture yeah. for drama, best motion picture for drama. <sighs> That's so stupid. It's gonna be interesting. Again, yeah. the Golden Globes I think are happening this weekend, and then Oscar nominations will come in the next <laughs> couple of months. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out. You know, award season's coming, but award watch season. Minari. It's great. It'll come out at some point. Minari is a beautiful film, beautiful oh. story, shot beautifully. Just, just you know, just all the, all the goodness. One of the best films I've seen in best film of twenty twenty one. So far, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Interesting. It's fucking great. It's just it's great. And then the little kid in it, the little eight year old kid, the mm. the little boy, hilarious. Okay. And he's becoming right. like a little. He's a hidden gem in this film, and he's getting a lot of attention for it. And okay, he's well deserved. He's brilliant. <laughs> Um, definitely go yeah, watch man. that yeah just I miss movies and you know it's May 17th cinemas are opening again yeah, and I can't I, fucking wait dude I can't wait for cinemas yeah that is one thing like, yeah. I can't wait for so I just want to finish this up by like putting a little uh, dedication to Daft Punk may they rest in peace they split up this week rest one of them peace, exploded in the desert <laughs> I still listen to your album Daft Punk random was it random <laughs> access memories Random still access memories. Yeah, still that's not even one of their best. They I did. They did album. a. It's a good album. Yeah. But it, and it's really interesting as well because they they haven't that album came out eight years ago and they only just 
all of a sudden were like, oh, yeah, we're finishing now. And they haven't done anything <laughs> in eight years. Except yeah, they did they did Starboy with oh, The Weeknd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was it. And I Feel It Coming, and that was it. Sing your favourite Daft Punk song. Uh, my name is Giorgio Armani, and this is nope. something, something. <laughs> no, it's like... Yeah. My name is Giovanni Giorgio. There you go. My friends call me... Giorgio. What did I say? Giorgio Armani. Giorgio Armani. No, it's not that. Giorgio Moroda is Giovanni Giorgio. I think he's a kind of a an Italian dance producer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect, respect to him. Yeah, respect to him. Respect to Daft Punk. It's real bummer, but you know they haven't been making music in nearly a decade anyway, so they've kind of gone already. But you know they're they're a big part of my musical development yeah. in my teens. Mm. The Alive album, Alive 2007, is one of the best live albums ever. You guys mm. need to fucking listen to. It's amazing mashups of all their songs. It's incredible. Mm. So make sure you fucking listen to that and uh, play us out, Johnny. Outro music. Outro music now. Right, Thank you for listening, guys. Episode Thanks, three guys. gonna be back next week. Rest in peace, Daft Punk. Much love, peace, peace. goodbye. Bye.